This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. What's to say? No, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm good. Get... That's that's unhealthy for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're that's not doing this again. for me. <laughs> hey, you remember that time what? that dude? <laughs> died we're not doing that again <laughs> they didn't even stop that show much I less know. like I know. change their their policies what uh what what's it, do you think gronk's name is going to still just be his name or will he have a moniker and will he have a costume if he does have a moniker i could i think it's gonna be gronk but i could be at like see like him doing incredible hulk type stuff where it's like gronk smash and then like uh, he spikes some dude's head (laughs) onto the mat that'd be kind of awesome if they gave him like a whole gimmick and stuff like the guy that ate worms and stuff like they try and turn him into something something totally different from (laughs) from parts unknown and it's like dude that's gronk we know where gronk is from that would be fire if he was he ended up being like like Kane or something or like yeah ma- old mankind or uh what's the new one the uh Bray the, Wyatt the fiend oh yeah yeah that'd yeah. be dope if he yeah <laughs> something like no one it. knew for years and they're like when's Gronk coming to the WWE and yeah <laughs> just like that'd be, some, a, that'd be a dope rollout yeah something supernatural like yeah he just like crawls out of a a grave or something like that. that would be cool. <laughs> it's like a, it turns into a thriller video. Yeah, <laughs> it's close to me. Like, what, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I did see that that uh, Michael Jackson uh, wrestler uh, video on Twitter at some point, and that was that's perfect. I mean. <laughs> to be dancing around like that and then give him the five finger shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. I, I am uh golly, what t- today? I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm just so confused. There's yeah. so much there's everything so much changed. that has occurred. You signed off for one day, J Mike and everything changed. <laughs> J Mike, we don't we don't do we that. We live in here. a different world now. We don't we were, do that I'm here. Sorry. We don't care about the news, man. We were we were recording last night, and um, we were talking about all the days events from yesterday. And then right after we shut it down, Stefan Diggs gets traded. So we added like a, a little uh, thing at the end. And then right after we shut it down, uh, Amari Cooper signs his deal. And it was like, and we we're just like, oh, this is going to be out of date by the time that <laughs> we get this yeah. out. <laughs> Drop this right now. Hurry up. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, lots of things did happen today. Uh, welcome in. This is live. The Open Bar, Tuesday, 9.30 Eastern-ish. Happy St. Patty's Day, and cheers to everyone, to you and yours. Uh, J-Mike, dude, it's it's already, I mean, do you want to get into it? Like, because it's, I, I see something. I'm not, I'm not saying that something exists, but I'm just saying that something uh, is there. Listen, I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the things that are worse. Like, I want to make a list of the, the things that are worse 
than the return that the Houston Texans got <laughs> for shipping out DeAndre Hopkins. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um number one on the list, coronavirus. I think that's probably worse. Wash your hands. Um, washing your hands. Uh and that might be the end of the list. Can can you guys think of any GMOs? GMOs are oh definitely worse. Just you can put stomp out of business. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's worse. It's still worse. Yeah, I don't I don't know, bro. I'm out of a game. I'm I'm just I'm I feel like I'm playing catch up. I'm failing you. I'm failing the people. Uh, it is good to hey. be here this evening, but it's just crazy. This, all right. this is just crazy. Let me let me take let me take the lead tonight, man. You just sit back, all right. You, you run. Go, you go. You go. Pour yourself a glass of milk. All right, and we'll a, be here. I'm gonna right? re up. Re <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> um. So there. Well, there. First of all, there are two people here tonight that I that I hold very very closely to my heart. Very closely to my heart. And it's been a while, fellas. Um. I tried to make it a um. Do they have the wrestling term for a five a, a match for five? Do they have an alliteration for that? A because oh. it's still an F, so because you can't do the fatal yeah. four way. So, um, but five fingers, something or other. Sh- sure. Well, I was trying to get your <laughs> James the brain. I was trying to get the super flex super show onto the open bar. Couldn't make it happen last second, but you know. 66.6 repeating percent will suffice. Well, okay. we're, we're now at 40% because we, lest we forget Brian Haar and uh, Ethan Turner. Fair enough. Yeah, this is not looking good for this crossover episode. We can't even fit that people on that many people on the show. So I don't care, <laughs> I don't care about those guys. I don't want them on this show. Yeah, right. no. Don't tell, don't tell them, but you guys are the better 40%. Okay. There you go. Yeah. We're the, well, we're just the more entertaining ones. Cause we yell at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was, I was already like, Oh boy. <laughs> Once I turned the mics on, we weren't even, we're not even recording and you're <laughs> took like seconds, yep. literal seconds. I know the, the stompy yeah. raise in tone is just a legendary move. Yeah. Always one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> speaking of welcome to the show, my friend stompy, I'll introduce you first. Thank you for being here. What's going on, gentlemen? It's I'm glad to be back on with two of my favorite people in John. Um, no, I mean, really, three friends that I consider. I, I mean, three people I consider very, very close friends in this community. Um, too bad Gabe wasn't there for the Midwest Expo, but J Mike and I, I mean, it's like we, we've been brothers for a long time, man. Right. Um, Gabe, I'm going to treat you the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known I, I met John first, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. In, in person, but seriously, I mean, of the of this community, you you three are three of my favorite people. That that that's what yeah. this show is all about—just getting our favorite people on every week, and then we just tell those people that you know they're our favorite, and then we just kind of you know rinse and repeat because you're not like. Everyone's everyone's favorite. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. It's great yeah. to have you, Stompy. On to the next, John Ho. Yeah. You still do that podcast anymore where we tried to rhyme uh, everything with portion portion hope? I know. Yeah, that was that was just kind of the the death knell for that poor podcast. So every, uh, yeah, Addison was just like, ah man, the intro doesn't even rhyme. This thing is doomed. Yep. 
it's done but yeah it was a fun podcast i thought it was a great intro i i didn't i didn't care but yeah apparently <laughs> that's not a that's not a winning formula for a podcast so whatever why do so, why do you have to rhyme man it's poetry yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah. Who, whoever said poetry had to rhyme there yeah yeah. As a matter of fact, we are all going to uh, write a haiku and deliver it by the end of this podcast. Oof. That's a requirement. Oh, so um, anytime that someone else is discussing, talking about something, uh, guest or co-host here, J. Mike, be sure you're working on your haiku because that shit is coming. And that's coming in, around, in about two hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm already Mike. defeated. <laughs> J. Mike. I'm going to I'm going to show something. I don't know where it came from. You can't blame me for finding it. I just found it. I hit a button. I said, add. I'm like, oh, this what? Um, if, if you haven't heard, look, Tom Brady is allegedly going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tomorrow. Uh, I, I hope someone's trolling us and this. There's just some sort of ruse to, like, keep people entertained of something. I, I, I don't trust everything quite yet, but uh, great question here. I mean. I, I was looking at this, the uh, Brady's new weapons, and I saw the 12 and 12. I mean, can you really take that from the God, huh, Tom? Can you take that from the, to the from the God, from the God, Tom? <laughs> I don't think so. It belongs well, to Chris. So, so, exactly. That's the thing. Uh, someone, golly, I need to find the tweet. Somebody shared it in a DM. It was brilliant. Um so shout out to Zachary, who's also in the chat. Uh, Pat James at Pat James DFS. Uh, it, it's a Chris Godwin GIF, and it says legends don't change their number. So obviously Brady will have to. Um, so so there's that. <laughs> oh, Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Um, but 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 let me let me ask this: How how much? If you're Chris Godwin, how much do you make Tom Brady pay you to come up off of twelve? I mean, you got to at least get a nice watch, right? Right. Like, hey, you're, not your even wife. Like Rolex, but. Yeah. Your, your wife alone is one of the. No, I'm you, not going to say that. What are you talking about? A wife swap? What are you, what are you doing here, Jay? <laughs> no, like, no, you trying to do a wife swap no. with Chris Godwin? <laughs> just simply saying there's a lot of money flowing in the Brady household, and I'm not just coming up, this, up, up off this 12 just because you're signing with my team. Like, I need more than that. Hmm. But doesn't doesn't Brady have a he's he's part of that watch company, isn't he? I, I've seen him on those commercials. A movie the, uh, watches or whatever. Yeah, I mean he he could he could throw him a few of those. Who needs a Rolex? I mean, here's Can't, the wait, problem though. Like, do, does a wide receiver have any kind of leverage in negotiation with the quarterback? Like, it's just give me the number. You're never going to see a football again. It's you fair. Know? Yeah, I don't know. Mm, I don't like that. That's dirty. Yeah, that's not fighting fair. Yeah, I mean, he could bully him for sure, but I don't know. I th I think that's what the treatment that Mike Evans is going to get, though. Uh, just just because he's not so much that receiver, I, I've kind of seen that take already, and I, I believe we've already kind of mentioned that, forecasted that here on the open bar that uh, Tom Brady, a little bit of um, it's at, at this age, kind of just dunking. And I, I don't know if he's going to hit that long ball as much. And um, what does Mike Evans have to do? Well, he's going to have to run shorter routes. I think that's what he's going to have to do, J. Mike. 
Hmm. Hmm. Can 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 we go ahead and sign up Chris Godwin for a top five season? Just period. Yeah, we going there? I don't know, man. I I want to. He's, I want he's, to. I'm just asking. I'm asking the question. After 20 years, Brady is kind of conditioned to throwing to the guy that nobody has ever freaking heard of. So it's fair. Justin Watson. Time. Justin Watson season. Yeah. <laughs> you you just know. It, I, I think the big one that everybody's going to be on board is OJ Howard, because Please. of Tom Brady's propensity to throw to tight ends. But you just know that Cameron Brate is going to come in and just steal all that thunder. Yeah, absolutely. If they don't, uh, I, I I heard rumblings of a, a trade with involving Cameron Brate as well though so maybe maybe well once tom comes to town then he kind of runs things so um got that lebron mentality of just controlling everything but um what do you, what do y'all think overall of of him going to the bucks versus the patriots the fantasy outlook that's why we're here right i mean i i get it in terms of he probably wants to go out on top he sees the Patriots don't have the best of skill positions to make that happen. Now they have the coach they have, they would have had the QB to make it work, but I view it as Tom Brady wants to go out on top. He wants the best skill positions around him. You have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin down there. They have $66 million in cap space Mm. still. Um, Apparently I guess from, and this is just me reading something from Cecil Lammy. Um, that there is some traction, maybe not traction, but there's some strong rumors that Todd Gurley, a trade for Todd Gurley might surface. Um, So they might be just loading up on that offense (laughs) because we all know that that defense isn't going to carry them anywhere. So, (laughs) Yeah. But the O-line, I mean – it just it's so odd to me for for Tom Brady. I don't know. I don't get it. Like I understand the weapons thing, but that's always been really the case for uh, the Patriots. I mean, sure, you know Edelman's great, but it, it almost seems like he uh, was lifted by the organization itself. And and uh, I mean, really, the one of the better wide best wide receivers to go there was Randy Moss, and then everyone else was kind of. I mean just guys and, and maybe they did try to make it happen. You know, we've, we talked about Sanu and, and Dorsett and they just, they couldn't make those guys into studs. So maybe the formula isn't working like it used to or something. Um, and, and now he's seeing the light a bit and, and trying to just go with guys that are already are studs. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I I'm, su- I'm surprised that he'd go somewhere with just an absolutely horrible offensive line. That's odd to me. And not absolutely horrible, but it's certainly not Patriots level. No, but I mean, I think that Brady has also made offensive lines look good in the past by being able to um, quick release, get get it uh, checked down to whether it be James White or Julian Edelman, um, I, which, which makes Mike Evans kind of scary at this point. I mean, Mike Evans was a – jump up and get it type of guy, which is perfect for Jameis Winston because Jameis Winston's a, I'm just going to throw it up in the air and see what happens here, a type of passer. So now, I mean, I, it's, it's a valid question from J Mike is 
if Godwin's going to have a top five all time season. Cause he did that. I mean, he did fantastic. He had a great season last year. And now you have a guy who has been throwing to his slot receivers for near decade now with Wes Welker and then Julian Edelman as his primary wide receiver, basically. So, I mean, it's a good question. And uh, I think Mike Evans is going to kind of get hit a little bit here and, and see his, I guess, targets and overall production drop. And now we've got to, and and you you bring up an even greater point. We we we've watched the Bruce Arians offense be something to where he wants to push the ball down the field, and I feel like a lot of the folks who have watched a lot of Tom, Tom Brady um, have detailed that they don't think that the arm is the same on a game to game basis. And I know that a lot of people would point out, I forgot what game it was, sometime later in the season, we're like, oh, I think Tom Brady's arm's just fine, like. I feel like there was a lot of a lot of trolling type stuff that was occurring online, but we're marrying Arians wants to push the ball with Tom Brady, who typically is going to get the ball out quick, uh, and uh, again, who also who's someone who's made the tight end relevant and all these things. And I feel like there's a lot of uh, butting of heads, if you will, and not 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 in egos at all, but just kind of stylistically, right? So now the question becomes, uh, what does the offense look like? How do they marry it to be able to leverage? Brady strengths at this point um and and golly some like we we talk about what does Mike Evans have to do now he's getting paired with Tom Brady who's uh, I'm not sure how willing he's going to be to to launch it up to him or what it looks like how they leverage him but I think that the whole situation in Tampa Bay is overall a positive for the offense which is what we had detailed previously I just I just really find it curious two things one how it all shakes out specifically for the pass catchers, and two, why everybody online, as I'm scrolling through Twitter, is taking a dump on Ronald Jones. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> yes, I, I, man, I kind of <laughs> think this is going to be just a train wreck. To be honest with you, I don't think that this is that this is the scenario that anybody really wanted. I think, uh, you know, Tom Brady just happened to hit free agency in a time where the quarterback market was just absolutely stocked. And so there wasn't there wasn't much of a demand for a you know a forty two year old you know six time world champion anymore. The and then from the Tampa Bay perspective, I think it was kind of uh, we can't win with Jameis. We know that, but in a you know in a fantasy driven culture, how do you get rid of the guy who just threw you know thirty touchdowns and and you know, almost 5,000 yards or whatever. How do you, how do you move on from that guy? Especially when you spent a first overall draft pick on him, what, five years ago, you know, he's still young. He's, 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 uh, you know, he's really pretty electric as a quarterback, but the, the way to move on from him is with name cachet like Tom Brady. I, so I just, I think that that's kind of how this whole thing came together. I don't think that it was, that there was a whole lot of, you know, X's and O's that went into it is very political. So it's kind of funny. It's the exact opposite of what Jameis Winston was. You have a guy who is going to chuck the ball, um, give, give you deep shots all the time, turn the ball over a ton versus Tom Brady, who's going to get the ball out of his hands quicker, uh, and is it not going to turn the ball over? And and I think, I mean, Bruce Arians saw what he saw with Jameis and was like, yeah, we can't 
we can't do that and win. So <laughs> we need to get almost the exact opposite. Um, but I don't know how well that works because if, like, like J Mike said, if, if they want to push the ball downfield, I don't know if Tom Brady's that guy. I, I, I view it as a, like a level above, um, game manager at this point. And I, I I don't know if you can win with Tom Brady like that. Mm. This is a uh, man. I'm so incredibly thankful for smart people. Uh, gosh, you, you make the world go round and I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> looking at air yards. Uh, <laughs> do you guys want to guess uh, what quarterback led the league? Uh, weeks one through 17 in air yards. It was Jameis. Jameis yeah. by almost 1,000 yeah. yards. He's like the equivalent of a chucker in basketball. He's just like, nah, watch this. Yeah. J.R. Smith, yeah. yeah five, he shares to his temp check. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now, surprisingly, Tom Brady was ninth in air yards last yeah. year. Now, is that is that because of the volume maybe perhaps? I don't know. But he had 4,000. 652 air yards, almost 2,000 less than Jameis. <laughs> Good God. Uh, yeah. How, how wild is that? How wild Seems is like that? they did have to pass a little bit more. They yeah, passed um, 613 this... times last season, which was the yeah, highest wow. since 2013. Whereas okay. that year before, Sorry, they were they were yeah. super dependent on the run. I mean, Sony Michelle was actually a running back. He also had his worst completion percentage since 2013. Um Last year. Yeah, 60.8%. I don't know if that had any anything to do with trying to throw deeper downfield, but yeah. So who's better, Josh Allen or Tom Brady? Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Talk about it. There it is. (laughs) Womp womp womp. (laughs) He's sticking it to your early stomping. (laughs) Oh man. Anywho. Um, um, I'm afraid. I'm afraid oh. for, uh, I just, I don't think they can coexist to be top 10 wide receivers and not to mention like the idea of OJ Howard ever becoming a thing. And then what, whatever, like what, maybe, maybe it will be just like the craziest fantasy season ever, but it's just hard to hard for me to project that with a 40,000 year old QB. I don't know. I, I know Brady's different, but no. I don't know. This kind of reminds me of what was it, the 2013 Broncos? Is right. that right? Yeah. Uh the I mean the when they, so they yeah, they signed they yeah. signed the first year Peyton Manning. They signed Peyton Manning, brought over Wes Welker, I think also signed Emmanuel Sanders and then had DT the and, and they had Julius Thomas as well, record setting. But that was what 34 35 year old Peyton versus uh, th- 37 I think was it yeah regardless Brady's 42 years old Brady I just he's not that quarterback for a vertical passing game and they don't have the defense right now to be able to win games if Brady can't be the game. I mean, he, I'll say this. He he's a game winner in terms of he's clutch, but other than that, like, can you rely on Brady to win you games with his arm? 
Yeah, you didn't see our new toys here, did you, Stomping? Uh, we, we, we've uh, got an upgrade since you were last uh, year. Yeah, all right. <laughs> this is, this is letting my hair down tonight, bucko. All right. We need something on there about uh, Stomping his GMOs, too. <laughs> He's going to be so upset with you. Uh, <laughs> like, like, um, I mean, if there's one person in this community that knows how to get my goat, it's it's John. Like he <laughs> he knows what revs me up. Yeah. That's and and I and and I'm not I I think he is sincere about his takes, but he knows how to put it in a way that just drives me up a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and i think he does it on purpose too. oh he absolutely does yeah. oh, some of these are very carefully curated like i have to i've had to stick with marcus Mariota a lot longer than i've wanted to to be totally honest <laughs> and now i'm realizing so I, I actually said something to him today on twitter i said john is like that old man yells at clouds type of guy where like he just hangs on to something for so long. He's just this old crotchety, like stubborn dude. That's like, I'm just going to hold on to this take for so long. And now I'm realizing it's to piss me off. Cause <laughs> yeah, I, now, now I, now I don't even know if he actually believes Rogers has a ceiling to be the QB one. Oh, he has a ceiling. Yeah, Ugh, of course God. he does. I, I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna take over this podcast with that yelling, because okay. that one. If there's anything that you've said to me, that yeah. one will get me going right away and yeah. like louder than anything. Right. So I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and refrain here today. Yeah. Just on that point, we can yell about something else. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get to it then. I'll find something. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, if if back to back to something that matters, uh, Tom Brady, if if he's putting up the type of numbers that allows Chris Godwin and Mike Evans to come anywhere near their ADP, he's gonna be livid. He's gonna be like, "This is not what I signed up for. This is bullshit." If he has to throw that much, he's gonna be. It, that's not what they want. They want to get that running game going. They want to win with some defense. And, you know, Brady can be there at the end of the game when you need him um, and go, you know, win those close games that Jameis Winston couldn't get. But I, I, I just, yeah, for fantasy purposes, this is, uh, this is for both of those guys to me, this is pretty brutal. So, so let's, let's take this a step further. Uh, Let's, let's take this home a little bit for you guys. Uh, We all share a league. Um, and by we all, I mean everyone but Gabe. Um, wow, trade addict six, yeah, <laughs> yep, we do. Should I leave? So, are, are we back to assessing your trades again, J Mike? Nope, do I need nope. to leave the room? Nope, not my team. <laughs> nope, not uh-huh. gonna go there. Okay, actually, uh, I was gonna stop in the house of Hogue real quick. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hogue has one Tom Brady on his roster. Right. Uh, Hogue has done a lot of remodeling with his team, namely with a bunch of trades by me or from me or with <laughs> yeah. me, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Almost exclusively at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. At, at this point, we're just we're just having fun together. Like it's borderline um, collusion at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just sit back and watch. Enjoy yeah. that. You like this view, Stompy? You these like these two rosters are one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, just a couple Johns. Don't, yep. don't mind us. The, so we're, you have Tom the, Brady. We're, we're the Paul Rudd gif. <laughs> Look at who'd, us. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Who'd have thought yeah, you would, J. We're Mike. 
<laughs> yeah, you would. So, so you've got Tom Brady on a team that obviously yeah. you you have you have plenty of aspirations moving forward of competing. Yeah, uh, you a, a team that, that a team that struggled last season into a team that gets Cam Newton back, that gets Tom Brady with the Bucks, that gets Teddy Bridgewater, uh, possibly being a guy who can be viable for you, um, and now Kenyon Drake. Uh, now being a guy again, a, a lot of these players. So now, what what are you doing with Tom Brady on your team? Because I, it, it, when we look at ADP, obviously he still doesn't hold a ton of value, and even right now it doesn't reflect the work that's literally just been done with with ADPs, right? Um, uh, but what is what what's the what's the vibe that you get from Tom Brady if he signs in Tampa? Do you feel like he's a guy that you can ride, or do you want to try to be able to get what you can for uh, for, for for your for your price form at this point? Well, so the nice thing is I don't have to rely on him for anything. I think my top two guys are Jared Goff and Drew Locke. And this is one thing that Stompy and I probably won't yell at each other about. We're we're very much in lock step. Oh, uh, my God. Fun. Like, I still found a, a way good, to piss you off with now, this. To be a good I was podcaster, talking about how we be a good podcaster, you can't just emphasize your your, your dad. You have to milk. make sure people get Lock. it. It's, it's St. Patrick's Day. I don't know how far people in, uh, how how far in people are yet. So fair enough. Yeah, it's anyways. We both think that Drew Locke and and you know got to get the Homer piece out of the way early. Uh-huh. I hated Drew Locke when, and, and I hated the draft pick by the Broncos. But now, um, you know, seeing actually seeing him on the field and seeing the way this all kind of came together. Uh, I, I am in full agreement with Stompy that this is your second year breakout quarterback. So, you know, and, and I, Jared Goff has been solid and I think that there's room for a bounce back. So like, those are my two quarterbacks in that league. Everything else is, you know, it'd be great if Cam Newton gets some kind of value boost. Um, Teddy Bridgewater looks like he's going to get a pretty big boost and Tom Brady's going to get kind of a second wind here. So, you know, I, I, I could definitely trade him away. I, I need some wide receiver help more than anything in that league. And I could kind of package, you know, Tom Brady and, and whatever um, to get a little bit of value out of that. But I, I don't need to. Like, it's, you know, if he just kind of – if he never makes it into my starting lineup and then just retires on my roster – you know, it was like a late second round pick that I traded for him. And, you know, it's it, it it's it, at this point, that's kind of, you know, anything that you get out of Tom Brady, you're happy with. What's what's he been? What's he been in uh, QB ranks the past f- five years? Someone help, help. Good question. Help. I mean, I think he's generally he serviceable or has he been a QB one? Before last year, I think he's mostly been a QB1. Yeah. Um, before yeah, was, 2019. Yeah, he was 14, QB14 last year. Okay. And, uh, you know, what 2017, I think he started off with a four-game suspension, so it was probably down a little. But 2018, I think he was still a QB1. Yeah, it was. It's just the fact that he's old and you never know when it's going to be as – his last year, it's depressed his ADP for like four straight years now. Mm-hmm. He was QB seven in twenty seventeen in terms of points per game. All right, so I mean, he you can see a slight decline, I, I suppose, if anything, but he still got it. 
and um, that that very well could have been because of his, his weapons and sort of the game plan, especially two years ago when they just ran the whole the ball a whole bunch. So, yeah. shoot, yeah, yeah. So who knows? It, J. Mike's sending me another trade. I think. Yeah, he is. He's putting it into the <laughs> dynasty trade calculator. Formula, don't start. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to dynasty trade calculator. Unbelievable. Put in your put in your import your team. Like J. Mike does. Team importer. Team importer. Importer. No, you're the worst, Gabe. Thanks. Um, okay. The uh, nothing. So, uh, <laughs> super duper flex in the chat. Uh, what's up, my man? Uh, and and shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, Jim Day. Don't you start. You spent all of 2020 nothing but acknowledging and throwing alley oops to the chat. Don't try to disown them now. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. The uh, Jim Day's back. Good to see you, Jim. Tess and Seth's in the building. What's going on? Uh, Carl Safchek was in uh, via Periscope. What's up, Carl? We had Chris Joel Smith also in Periscope. What's up, man? AB's in the building. Um, I think that covers just about everybody. The oh, Josh Valentin, fantasy timeline. What's going on with you? The <laughs> I need to shout out Super Duper Flex, Bill. Yes, Bill, you're you're it's exactly what I was getting to. Uh, Bill actually sent me uh, after he was on, obviously, uh, the show um, with us, Gabe. He sent me mm-hmm. American uh, conies, basically Detroit conies with coney sauce. Uh, he said he was going to do it. Literally, he said he was going to make it happen. I sent him my address and he sent it. And I literally got them today. Why didn't I do that? I have no idea. He told you. I completely forgot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> So they they just arrived after I took my disinfectant wipes and wiped the box down. Right, uh, I, op- I opened it up, and uh, you know it's all frozen, but there were twelve uh, hot dog buns in there, uh, and then the, I guess the whole the whole Coney actions in there in terms of uh, in this large frozen box. So uh, sometime during this, sometime no, not not today. Um, we got it like midday, so you have to like thaw it out and do a bunch of work and stuff. And all right, all right, yeah. You 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 know the vibe down here, yeah. The the, <laughs> the so so I plan on getting that in with the with with the crew. But uh, appreciate you appreciate you, Bill. Yeah, I'm excited to be able to dig into those. Speaking of digging into those, uh, one of the things that oh, transition, uh, yeah, there you go. Stompy and John were supposed to remind me of this. Uh, I, I I told I told them this in the chat because we we already knew what we wanted to do for the draft. And major shout out to. The fifth member of who was supposed to be on with us tonight, mm-hmm. Dynasty Outhouse. Um, you know, uh, he, he couldn't couldn't quite get his Jordan flu game together this evening to to join us. Uh, he's got he's got to rest up. He's got a lot going on. So he, <laughs> he's so, got uh, he's he, got that Corona. He's got the Rona here. <laughs> Hashtag Rona. Really yeah. Okay. It's the flu. You just don't <laughs> want to admit you're weak. <laughs> wow. No, you just call, you just call that man weak. Going along with the masses and getting that coronavirus. Get out of here. Yeah, going with the mess. <laughs> when you start calling it the Rona, like it, it makes it sound like a party. It sounds like something. Like you, you want it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that Rona, girl. <laughs> like, Whoa. You sound on the Rona. <laughs> I got the Rona. Did you you see that girl that licked a toilet seat on the plane to start the coronavirus challenge or something? (laughs) Knock it off. 
It, that it was uh, that was a very Noah get the, time. <laughs> Noah get the boat type of thing that happened. Mm. It's pretty awful. Um, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In fact, that's probably how Outhouse got it. Is that lady licked the seat <laughs> of the Outhouse? I'm terrible. That was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> What I was trying to get to in transition before we just started taking a dump all over outhouse here. The hey, I whoa, get it. Hey, that's a bar. <laughs> that's, that's how take that, it. Take that outhouse. That's no a first. emphasis. Just plow through it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So what what we what we were discussing the other day, what I asked in the chat was what are your favorite things to put on biscuits? So Gabe, this is a biscuits draft wait hold on a second what yeah all right what are or what is your favorite item or things to put on biscuits breakfast like actual biscuits not cornbread i don't want people to get this confused not cinnamon rolls not little like dinner rolls i'm talking legitimate biscuits what is your favorite thing to put on them can you say biscuits Um, one more time Biscuits. Yes. Biscuits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> this is the biscuits draft. Okay. All right. I I only um, have one option, so can you uh <laughs> you want to go the one oh one? Yeah, I legit like everybody's like <laughs> so uh, gravy, 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 gravy. gravy. <laughs> can I I'm just gonna throw this out here. Does this count if you save yeah. like those those cheddar bay biscuits from lobster or red lobster and heat them up in the morning. Does that count as a breakfast biscuit? Oh and gosh. can I say that? You're basic. I am basic. And those are the best biscuits. You yeah, shut biscuit. your mouth. J Mike. Yeah. Me like that. No, you I know we're not. I'm yeah, not basic. allowing that to pass. I'm not allowing that to pass. Something you're going to have to try again. Gay goes one on one. He goes. With gravy, I no, I can come up with something. Do someone? I'll give someone else gravy. Maybe it'll fall to me. We, let's let's have two rounds. Let we'll, we'll have we'll do a snake draft. Uh, okay, I'll have to come up with some shit. <laughs> Start googling stuff. There's okay. only there's only four of us. <laughs> <laughs> what can I put on biscuits tonight? <laughs> Listen, J. Mike, I am like I'm I'm basic and white, and I'm from Colorado. Unbelievable. Like, just <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> leave me leave me alone. <laughs> Unbelievable! You, you, for as smart of a guy as you are, for as sharp as a man that you are, for as well cultured of a man that you are, for you to come in here with Cheddar Bay biscuits <laughs> as, as your go-to, I am, I'm appalled. I'm appalled. I will, I, I cease to take your Drew Lock uh... takes seriously from here on out. Now, John Hogue, I believe your Drew Lock takes. I don't take Stompy's Drew Lock takes, even though they're yes. the exact same thing. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah, mine are so, far more refined for sure. Without question. Okay. John, John, you, go, you, you go 102. Whoa, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll go counterclockwise and we'll snake it. So, so John, you've got 102. So um, I can't have gluten um, back to the GMOs. So, <laughs> so I'm just dumping straight Pepto-Bismol into those. <laughs> that's my best is pepto bismol taste in biscuits yeah that that yep. bismuth taste <laughs> that's the only way i'm gonna survive that meal 
<laughs> That's fact. Golly, this is not this was not the night to have biscuits and trap. Like, we need to scrap this and save it for a gluten lovers night. I don't know. I don't know. There's gluten free. Wow. You can make gluten free biscuits. Oh, oh they're not don't. good. They they are good. My my wife is also gluten free and she's made fire biscuits before. Come on, man. Come on. So my my sister is gluten free and lactose intolerant. So that's Ooh. a, that's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, are we are we done? <laughs> yeah, I quit. I don't even know where to go from here. So I think I can go a little bit more basic here. War oh bis- basic. War- That's the new goal. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm just saying a warm biscuit with butter where you cut it yourself and then put the butter in the middle and kind of squeeze it together. Can't beat warm warm biscuits with uh butter yeah for a second i didn't think you were talking about biscuits oh i was hey hey the different show <laughs> super flex test that's tinder flex after dark hey. <laughs> aaron you better cool it in the so-called chat here <laughs> we got two fire comments in a row son <laughs> Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed got to have an article. Thirteen things to put on your biscuits during quarantine. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's a new market. All thirteen of them are Purell. <laughs> Yo, Purell, yeah, alcohol base. And now he's calling out my wife. Okay, now if you're gonna call out the gluten free lifestyle, you better come with some flowers, son. All right. Your Big voice raising when you said they are good. They are. They are good. <laughs> he's right. He's right. Better put some bass in your voice. <laughs> Basket. Yeah. The so so I'll I'll go. Uh, we'll we'll kind of trudge through this thing, I guess. <laughs> I'll go one hundred four, one hundred five. Uh, in the in the in the draft deluxe that uh, only I am. Uh, uh I'm feeling so. Uh, one hundred four. Uh. One of the things that I love most is strawberry preserve. Uh, strawberry preserve on a biscuit is uh, what what I envision meals uh, in heaven starting with. So I'm really excited about that. Wrapping around, let's go with the the 201 here as I, as I kick it back to stomping here in a moment. And I think <laughs> Zach puts it best. Uh, and, and lots of contenders for me in terms of like honey, honey's really good on there. Honey's fire. Um, yeah, honey, honey's so fire. But if I'm talking about a breakfast biscuit, give me bacon, egg, and cheese on a biscuit and call it a day. See, I didn't Thank know you. we could make sandwiches here. Bro, I, listen, this is the open bar. You come be you, Stompy. You want to be basic? You can be basic. I was trying to be basic. <laughs> you told me I couldn't be basic. You were being Cheddar Bay ba- basic, yeah. and that's a uh, whole nother level of basic. I, and listen, if Cheddar Bay biscuits are basic, I don't want to be complex, man. Un- I unreal. don't want to be complex. Unreal. Hey, sometimes you like the things you like, J. Mike. You're judging me again. You know I don't what? enjoy it. You know what? That basic. <laughs> I actually prefer sausage over the bacon, by the way. On the biscuits. <sighs> Listen, I, I'm I can't win with J Mike tonight. I, Jesus Christ. No. I'm like it's just like coming at me from all sorts biscuits. Goddamn biscuits. <laughs> really? All right. I have a question for J Mike though. What is the difference? What is preserved versus jam versus jelly? 
I don't know yeah. that I know. I don't know that I know the jelly. difference. Yep. But Let's I do talk about know it. that in 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 jellies, and I guess I can look it up here in a minute. But off top, jellies, uh, and I think even jams. I don't know that they have like the chunks of like actual strawberry in it, mm-hmm. whereas I know preserves do. Okay, so like the the chunk of the fruit, like chunks of fruit in it. You're right. Um, versus. Is that, is that what it's about? Okay, yeah. It, it's, so. it's about the seeds, um, the, the chunks of fruit, all that. I can't exactly tell you which yeah. is which because I forget every time. I just know that I want jam. <laughs> I can't tell you which is which, what jam's about. <laughs> um, so Smuckers raise me, man. Get off my back. <laughs> I, I know that preserves is like my least favorite, though. So I... I didn't know this about you, Jay Mike, and we have uh, we now have something um, that's not in common, which is interesting. Listen, Aaron, Aaron's uh, bringing fire in the chat again. Is he He's telling it? us exactly what <laughs> all this stuff is? <laughs> all right, so jellies from fruit juice, jam is from pureed fruit. Okay, preserves is smashed up fruit. Okay, so you, <laughs> you you're, like- you're eating stuff that people are just mixing up with their feet, Jay Mike. <laughs> Bro. They're, just sma- they're just smashing around strawberries and putting it on biscuits that's what you're eating out of, listen out of all of the highfalutin parties that you've been to where you've sipped wine yeah you're gonna sit here and act like you don't you ain't had uh <laughs> some, some sommelier <laughs> like two-stepping with his toe jam on your uh moscato is that how you gonna do me right now okay okay this tastes like a french man's feet <laughs> who came this, on, this, who came this, on here this Just foot like like odor it. this foot odor comes from this region of france it's fine <laughs> all right uh, then i'm gonna have to go with honey Honey's always a good you make it see here's the thing you're making me look basic jay mike you're taking good shit then you're like oh it's butter and honey okay well i am a basic person leave me alone <laughs> you wait the first thing that came out your mouth was cheddar bay biscuits. And then you're telling me that my picks, you know what? Fair you know what? Yeah, you, you know, know what? Honey. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. You know, listen, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna say cheddar bay till the day I die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Screw whatever else red lobster. <laughs> Give me like two dozen of those cheddar bay biscuits so I can feel terrible in the morning. <laughs> Cheddar Bay season. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all, but it's not season. It's all year long. Give me all of them Cheddar Bay biscuits and lobster bisque. Mm, lobster bisque. Let's go. Ho, 203. Oh, man. This is. If you could, if you could biscuit. This is so hypothetical. It might be a little too abstract, so I'm thinking about going just skyline chili. Because like I've never, I've never had a biscuit that that doesn't feel just like concrete mixing in your mouth. So, yo, what? Y'all gotta get out of Colorado. At least the the gluten-free ones, anyways. I've been, I'm in the land of good food. I mean, I, I know you are. The gluten-free ones are just. I mean, it's like they're just so dense. It's like. Nothing can save this thing, so we might as well just just get weird. Let's go Skyline. Although I I I could uh, maybe I'll save this a little bit by uh, in honor of uh, St. Patrick's Day today. We'll say some bangers and mash on there. 
I don't even know what that is. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but again, this is like this is just so far beyond reality for me that it's. I I, I was hoping you were going to say sprinkle some tums on it, and we're good. Yeah, yeah. Crunch up the tums. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, whatever that was, um, I I mean, I guess you could do like the, like maybe I kind of was thinking when you said that I was thinking like, even though they don't do this with chili, cause I don't know what the fuck skyline is, but, um, cornbread. No, no, don't do that. You know, they they put, they put cinnamon and brown sugar and all sorts of weird garbage in in there. It's not real. (laughs) This, by the way, that started with. And it the skyline has had a lot of legs with this show. It started with the last time we were on, and Gabe asked me if I've ever had a three-way, and uh, which is a very <laughs> personal question, and I still have not figured out the relevance. Did I really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I asked you what's what's skyline, and you said, "Well, I mean, have you ever had a three-way?" Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now I know why. Do you, <laughs> yeah. you promise that that's relevant? Because. <laughs> I did, I, didn't I tell everyone i told everyone what a three-way was didn't i, I did know. i actually say I thought, what it was i, you I did. just left it i hope i just let that marinate yeah I, <laughs> like I, the chili I, does in your bowels <laughs> <laughs> all right oh um, gosh uh, I w- anyway, I was thinking like chili and cornbread that maybe maybe Skyline is uh, Skyline and biscuits. Maybe you're onto something here. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's all. Gosh. So oh. there is a place I've I've been to. Uh, it was a few months ago, um, back when restaurants were open, uh, <laughs> called Bird Bird Biscuit, and they make all their biscuits in house and. For, uh, for one incredible but they usually make like kind of a, a sandwich of sorts with them um, my favorite that I had there and we kind of tried a few of them was easily hands down the one and I can't say what it was like the name but w- the one with fried chicken in it so fried chicken and biscuits that's my uh, my 204 my um, pick here because that's the only thing I can think of as far as like what I've had with biscuits. I'm thinking like maybe I've had like a PB and J before when I didn't have bread and I somehow had biscuits. But <laughs> <laughs> so more I'm gluten. In other words, just put more gluten on that. It's already it, you <laughs> just can't get enough gluten on that. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, what just happened the last thirty minutes? Uh, okay. So, um, what else happened? Do we care um, about all the other? (laughs) We can we can can overreact about the Hopkins trade. Yeah, we we we've been there, and I think we all get it that it was it was bad. Um, (laughs) um, it is a little curious. I'm a little curious what happens with the surrounding pieces, like. I know Lamar Miller was kind of already dead to us last year, but and and now especially that he tore his ACL, but now he's going to still be there, and so is Duke Johnson. So I'm I don't know. The Texans are just dumb. No, no, Bill Bill O'Brien is dumb. Let's be real here. Yeah, I hate Steve Kime. I think Steve Kime's an idiot, but he got he just fleeced Bill O'Brien, and I don't know. 
I don't know what that makes Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I wonder if they, yeah, like maybe they thought it was Dustin Hopkins. Hey, we'll trade you this kicker. Even though they didn't, I don't think they have that player, but you know. (laughs) That was one of those, like if it was a dynasty trade, you just kind of, and you see that offer. Like, I don't think the Cardinals actually offered that. They were just like, they saw the offer come in in an email and he's like, Wait, did he forget to click on one of the other guys involved or something? Or, or is this is this really the offer? Like, it's so good that you just have to sit there and think about it. Like, what am I missing exactly? Like, did he die or something? <laughs> did DeAndre Hopkins, like, knee explode? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I actually went and told one of the commissioners in my dynasty leagues that, like, if it, like I, I'm, I'm, I hate vetoes. But you better overturn that Houston Arizona trade, or I'm quitting this fucking league. <laughs> <laughs> this <is> some bull. <laughs> yeah. The and 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 this brings up something else I want to talk to you guys about. The um, typically this activity, and I, and I heard this the other day uh, on I believe it was the DTC podcast, and it might have even been the other day. It might have been several um, weeks ago, or or even a month or so ago. But Izzy was talking about how this time of the year, he's not really initiating a lot of trades. Um, And this was prior to free agency and things of that nature. I think it was prior to the combine even. But one one of the things that, that you really, that you really find that at least for this off season feels earth, not earth shattering, but like earth shaking, if you will, is this landscape of like, what do we do in the wake of Hopkins vacating or leaving Houston? And, um, because Hopkins, one of my favorite players <clears throat> in our in our TA6 league, I traded him for much less than probably what I should have. I know that much. But um, the, the, the one of the things that that becomes the case is when you move people this time of year before things really can get going, uh, spe- specifically with free agency or these ro- these wild things coming out of nowhere, uh, it, it really can leave your dynasty teams feeling a lot worse. Uh, or even in some cases, a lot better than you anticipated before this. So a week ago, nobody really thought that Hopkins was going to be traded because the last two off seasons has been whispered, "Oh, Hopkins might be on the move," and nothing ever happens. Like DeAndre Hopkins, like what are we talking about? Then he moves, and now uh, you know people are talking about moving Watson down in their rankings. That people are talking about uh, Hopkins obviously still being awesome, but Kyler getting a major boost. What are your all thoughts around? Uh, I do want to focus on Houston to some degree, but even moves this time of year period. How do you all navigate this time of the year for your dynasty rosters? Are you actively seeking trades? Are you trying to maneuver? Is it a case where you want to lay low because you don't want to get left holding any kind of bags? What What is your all's uh, not necessarily philosophy, but how do you how do you how do you guys operate? I mean, I'm a I, I generally play kind of I'll say I try and stay safe most of the time but this time of year I always try and tell myself a story about players Um, whether that be like somebody like Raheem Mostert who I think can take over that starting job or or continue to be the starter there in San Francisco even though he's older and I think his value is pretty pretty low Um, I was buying uh, Curtis Samuel before this Teddy Bridgewater um, signing, because basically it's, can it get any worse <laughs> than it was last year for him? And he had 
and and people are going to come back at me about the air yards argument, but he had the ninth most air yards last year. He had the 101st. Uh, he ranked 101st, I believe, in target quality, and 105th in I, I in something else. But based off of uh, his his targets, um, and what that tells me is he's a post hype sleeper. Like he's getting the volume, he's just not getting completed passes. So you get a, a more accurate passer, then he's going to have a a much better year. And te- I mean Teddy Bridgewater, yes, you can talk to me about his uh, a dot and etc but he's still getting a, a more accurate passer than he's probably had in his career sans cam newton 2018 who completed 67 percent of his um passes um so I, I think curtis samuel could have a much better year than where he's going in terms of his value i mean wide receiver three maybe wide receiver two um depending on how rule wants to run that offense so it's looking at what happened last year and telling myself a story about what can happen this year, mostly based on, st- on, on statistics from last year. Statistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And me, uh, for, uh, for me right now, I am, um, we're talking about our specific dynasty teams, right? J Mike, just to be clear here, what we want to do with them in this uh, these trying times. Yeah, you can shape it. Yes, however, however you like it. But yes, that is the premise of the question, sir. All right. Well, look, I'm always just scared as heck because uh, if I've, I, I mean, if I've got Christian Kirk and DeAndre Hopkins, I'm happy. And then after yesterday, I'm just not as happy. Um, but it, it is also an opportunity to, you know, um, acquire those, these types of players that are, are going to go under the radar because they, uh, are being forgotten because free agency is just all about the free agent and, and not typically about, um, those players around the free agent. I mean, not I don't I don't necessarily advise this, but like, are people going out there to acquire Lamar Miller? I mean, literally, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, after seeing David Johnson last year, I'm not exactly sure why you'd want to go and and do that. Or maybe you should. Maybe, like, did that? Did, do you think that increased his value? Is it is it, is it an opportunity to sell David Johnson because of? I mean, everyone and their dog was saying that was an awful trade, right, for for um, the Texans. But um, maybe there are owners in your leagues that think that, that was just a trade. And they're like, oh, David Johnson's fine now. Um, I can sell him now for a ugh, first uh, or second even something. I don't know. Um, not me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> oh, not me. The only person who would buy Lamar Miller right now, right now is John Bosch. John Bosch somehow, like he gets into these things where he's like, "Oh yeah, that seems like a value." <laughs> like John, <laughs> why? That's a guy like you don't even waste any capital. Well, it's just a fourth. I don't care. The guy who you're gonna get in the fourth round of a rookie draft is going yeah. to be better than Lamar Miller at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but does Bill O'Brien think so? Oh my God! Yeah, I don't even I don't even know what to think anymore because uh, I don't know who I was talking to. 
was it it might have been matt and no it was matt it was uh matt williams he he said why would you buy david johnson to pair with duke johnson like that doesn't just doesn't make sense like their their skill sets don't um complement each other basically they have the same skill set david johnson is is better at said skill set, but right. it's but it's <laughs> Same, Duke right. Johnson is he's not the best runner. Neither of them are the best runners, but they're great pass catchers. And so, yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense that trade all around doesn't make sense because it doesn't make sense for the Texans personnel, and it doesn't make sense in terms of a value perspective. Uh, the jerseys i'd like to also sorry uh no, Hope, I, i'd like to also add real quick that uh, lamar miller's contract is no more yeah. Yeah. he is an unrestricted free agent i uh did not know that i might have at one point but i forgot so <laughs> you know it is just the johnson well i mean the johnson and he tore his acl the johnson and johnson he, a family he tore his acl so it's just it's kind of like Jay Ajahi where he just kind of is going to disappear. Yeah. The D think, the, yeah. the two D Johnson jerseys though, that like that's the reason <laughs> to do it. It's gonna confuse yeah. people. Like D-U, you could do some like DA. Yeah, like if they even do that, Yuck. like just just make it D Johnson and give them like numbers twenty six and twenty eight. And then like you could do some like Bobsy twin things, just like switching them up. You never know which <laughs> of the two it is. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that they're both pretty mediocre running backs, but it's kind of cool that you can just throw out whichever one you want and nobody knows who it is that's about to run for three yards on you. I think Duke Johnson is better than David Johnson right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, Let's take this around the horn real quick. More likely to be fantasy relevant this season, David Johnson or Devonta Freeman? David. Mm. Is it? 2017 or 2020 <laughs> bring it back bring it back bring it back it's gotta be yeah. it's gotta be david for me i yeah. i mean i think Devonte freeman gets signed but he he's going to be in a timeshare at this point yeah hmm. yeah probably it, it depends a little bit on his landing spot though I mean, there's some right. opportunities out there i think like it, i i've i've been on this one for a while now like this just kind of I just kind of randomly said this to somebody who asked me about Freeman, and I was like, well, if he lands in Seattle, and I've been kind of obsessed with that ever since. Like, <laughs> as much as I love Chris Carson, I, it just feels like, you know, we're, we're kind of to that point where he's going to kind of start breaking down and start missing some time, and, you know, you're going to get spot duty from Devonta Freeman, and it's going to be a pretty big workload. Like, they, we know that they generally like to just use one back, and they like to run the hell out of the ball. So like that would that would be one where I would put him above David Johnson. Okay. Oh man. Devonta Freeman, please just sign somewhere soon. Makes my heart hurt. Go, go to a place <laughs> would... with a good uh good offensive line that can block for the run game. That would be super helpful and and the antithesis of what he received last season, even in his decrepitness. Because uh, 71, was not good. 71 targets last season. Like, had any any good offensive line, he would have been a, I mean, maybe a wide receiver or a Q or Jesus Christ, can a tight end, tight end one, <laughs> uh, running, a, a running back one. 
Have there been any running back signings yet? Mm. Uh, Jordan Howard, Miami. Oh yeah. Okay. I did yeah. just see that. Yeah. That an an odd one. I mean, it's fine, but just odd in comparison to other running backs out there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you would think well, like Miami right now you're just trying to put butts in seats, so why not sign Melvin Gordon? Um but I, I think they probably are looking at drafting a running back if that's the case. But those Patrick Laird shares, goddamn those Patrick Laird <laughs> shares. <laughs> And and that's funny. Because, Man has yeah, a family. They they didn't they didn't have anybody at running back, and now they at least have him. So, um, I I've, I'm I'm still so curious how all of the pieces shake out in Miami. I, I'm really excited for the draft, specifically mm-hmm. for them. I find that fun. They they made some upgrades on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, yeah, some very surprising signings, which looks like they're gearing up to be a competitor as early as next year which, which is can crazy be which is crazy I mean, to think about well and, and think about it they're banking on an undrafted free agent a fifth year breakout um and jordan howard <laughs> probably not they'll probably have a, a a um another running back but i mean if devonta uh, devonte parker continues to show out if preston williams builds on his strong rookie season and they get somebody like Justin Herbert or Tua, uh, and they can start him as early as next season. They could in the in the AFC East right now, which is wide open at this point with with Tom Brady leaving. They could compete as early as twenty twenty one. Man, that just sounded gross to hear, but I don't disagree with you at all. In the new wide open AFC East. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Stefan Diggs, hey, bummer. Yeah, how oh, you feel? Y'all, y'all don't like it. Mm. Y'all don't like it. Not in love with it. Daddy don't like. But uh, he, here, I, I guess the saving grace for Stefan Diggs is Kirk Cousins only threw the ball four and forty-four times last season, and he, Diggs. I mean, he had he had his best efficiency year as a wide receiver. The the issue is that he didn't have Adam Thielen uh, to compete with for, for most of the season. You do have John Brown there. You do have Cole Beasley, which uh, people will laugh at, but Cole Beasley out was out targeted uh, Stefan Diggs last season, despite Josh Allen only throwing what 461 passes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dawson Knox going into a second year as a, um, as a tight end. So there's a lot more, competition there than he had last season and that's the concern for me and josh allen's just let's be real not the most accurate of quarterbacks you don't say we were we were and it's so funny you bring that up the i mean obviously it had to come up it's it's josh allen and it's stompy talking about josh allen so yep that that's that's going to happen um no but obviously it's a fact but josh allen uh again airyards.com hermsmeyer what up man uh <laughs> josh allen anybody would anyone like to guess uh, where he ranked in completion percentage over expected oh so there was uh, there was about 70 quarterbacks who took <laughs> a nap in the nfl so 
You so disrespectful. <laughs> Listen, I will even say that Josh Allen surprised me last year. He he upped his completion percentage like six points, but as was the case in the playoff game, he still is not the guy that you really want to rely on his arm. Just, uh, just take a take a guess. Take a guess. Tw- where where would you guys rank him? Twenty fifth in the league. So he's got twenty fifth. We think hope. Oh man, 70's tempting. Let's try thirty-eight. <laughs> what do you think, Gabe? Uh hopefully lower. <laughs> this is yeah. this is gonna be fun. Um and, and just for for everyone looking at home or thinking about this at home, there were only sixteen quarterbacks to have a positive completion percentage over expected. Jameis Winston being the baseline at QB sixteen. No shit. <laughs> yeah, how about really? that? Right? <laughs> How about that? Yeah, the uh, we 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 got to go all the way I'm not down. Surprised by that, really? All the way down. How? Here we go. No, it, oh, it's not. On. It's not as bad as as seventy. Josh Allen was quarterback number thirty. 30. God, and, he's just not. So, and, and and let's and let's link this up. Let's link this up with some things that we've talked about and with Steph Diggs, uh, for comparison's sake. Kirk Cousins was seventh in the league in 2019. And one Tom Brady was QB 32 in completion percentage over expected last season. God. Yeah, that I mean that makes sense though to me. Because his I mean, he his completion percentage was well below what we've seen him at. Yeah, I listen, Josh Allen is much like Jameis Winston in that he's gonna just and and he had, and now he has a wide receivers to do it. He has Diggs and Smoke Brown. Just chuck it up and and let the two two guys go and get under it and catch it. Um, he probably he probably was most accurate to Cole Beasley, and it probably was like five yards down the field. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, Josh Allen is basically Cam Newton. Cam, we Cam Newton was never and has never been uh, the most accurate passer. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe is so offended, <laughs> and he's a big he's a big guy who can run the ball. I mean, that's what he is. Now, Gabe, you can come at me, Gabe. Before you fire off, can I let me let me say one more stat, and then I let and then the floor is going to be yours. Just just real quick. And and again, thank shout out to fantasy pros here. I'm leveraging this weeks one to sixteen last season, uh, wide receivers, uh, and this is in PPR leagues. John Brown, wide receiver fifteen on the season, mm-hmm. right? Cole Beasley, wide receiver twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would not have guessed him that high. Anyway, Gabe, Cam Newton, you were upset. Go for it. <laughs> That's just. Stompy, come on, man. Disrespect. That's just not nice at all. Disrespect. You, you know, everybody. you know how much worse of a passer Josh Allen is. The uh, he's got to be. He's got to be what mid mid to low fifties in in his first two years. And I know, I know, Cam isn't perfect, but that's not exactly his game either. But I'm sure he's at least high fifties or low sixties. So. Josh Allen went from 52.8 to 58.8 completion percentage last season. Okay. Average is 56.3. Cam Newton on his career is 59.6. Right. 
but has had a 52.9 and has had one, two, three, four, five, six seasons below 60% completion percentage. We're not doing this, dude. There's no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, Cam, Cam Newton has, has his running ability has hidden the fact that Cam Newton's not a good passer. He's just not a good passer. He never has been. He's a he's a game he he's a gamer, uh, and that's what Josh Allen is. I don't think you're expecting him to win it with your arm, but he can but score the, touchdowns. No, they are. That's the, the thing. Ball. That's the problem. That's what we. That's what we're expecting out of Josh Allen, and that's what I don't know want, who's expecting that out of Josh. Allen. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what I'm getting is here. Go chuck, and they get, they have the weapons around him that he can succeed because he can basically chuck the ball up. You ever been around Bill's Mafia, bro? They'll tell you about Josh Allen and, and how and how how well he can pass the ball. Um, and, and you know we're we're just here for fantasy points. And I and I've said this plenty of time before that that he can score fantasy points, but it's just a this cycle of quarterbacks that are not good NFL quarterbacks, and they will be out of the league sooner rather than later because they're just not good. And that's one of those quarterbacks that just is not good. And I I don't know. I guess I'm not sure what the difference is with Cam Newton, but I, I don't I don't know if it's like that, you know, what you're saying that he's a gamer and maybe he makes um more uh important plays when when they matter, you know? Um and, and it certainly is due to his legs, and that was what largely to why uh, Josh Allen had a good fantasy season last year was because of his legs and his 58.8 completion percentage. Um, but I mean, we, what do we, what are we expecting? Can, are we expecting him to run forever? Cause the way, the way he runs is different than that of Cam Newton, than that of Lamar Jackson, than that mm-hmm. of Deshaun Watson. The, I, they, they run differently there. And uh, Compare it to like Carson Wentz, like he is a dumbass how he runs out on the field and he's going to be out of the league sooner rather than later if he continues that stretch. And that is what reminds me of Josh Allen, that type of running anyway. This is like dominoes right now. Like we went from just Josh, just bashing Josh Allen and everyone was having a good time. And then (laughs) then Cam Newton gets sniped and then now Carson Wentz is taking some heat and it's just like I was I was on your side Gabe until you got to Carson Wentz well you know <laughs> you you know I'm not saying I, I think he's a I think he's a good quarterback he just shouldn't be running the way that he does just like aside from like the fantasy aspect of things he is not very good at protecting his body and and just okay That's I don't know be, being smart about running because there is th- that needs to be it's not necessarily like at a skill that you can assess with data or whatever, but it's it's just yeah. something that you can see happening time after time that that their awareness is just different, yeah. and and I I can see that, and, and you know maybe Cam was kind of one of the few first uh, first few to kind of get in that game, and and he wasn't he's not perfect either, um, but I I think his awareness is higher than that of of Wentz and um. Josh Allen. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Feels like you have you all have a Cam versus Josh Allen bit for this season. 
It appears that, that way. The, sounds like I don't. Well, I, I'm taking Josh Allen 100 times out of 100 then. Wow, I'm clipping oh, that. I'm clipping that. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, that's fine. Just because I mean, Cam Newton doesn't have a job, is that the only – No, because I think I think Cam Newton's legs have been taken out from under him. And I think he's going to be forced to pass more, and I think we're going to see what Cam Newton actually is as a passer. I mean – Yeah, I am scared look, of that. I'm looking at the list of – Newton's injuries and there's several lower leg injuries here. I mean, there's an ankle, 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 uh, knee, foot. So I, I don't know if I agree that Cam Newton's more aware. He's just a bigger body. And so is Josh Allen. And I don't think they have to necessarily be super aware about not getting hit because they can take a little bit more of a beating. Whereas like Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray have to avoid those hits because they're smaller guys. I mean, mm. Kyler Murray being far smaller. Let's be realistic here. Kyler Murray's like three inches shorter at least and like 20 pounds lighter than Lamar Jackson. And and people are worried that Lamar Jackson's going to get injured. So yeah. That's but a isn't, good point. isn't Cam Newton's shoulder messed up too? Like his throwing shoulder? Yes. Well, yeah, it was so it was at the end of 2018. Yes. Yeah. See, so he can't so throw. He's still going to run. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, basically, then then what is he? Because if he's not going to be able to throw and his legs have been taken out from under him, he's washed at this point. I'm not saying he is washed because we have, obviously haven't so seen him play, said, but so. I, I did say that he is washed. But I'm say, yeah. I'm not saying he is washed. Right? Damn it, Ho! <laughs> shut up. He just said it. I mean. <laughs> We all heard it. This all is right. thing is being recorded. So, oh god. Uh, <laughs> do do you think like wh what is it that I mean? Is it is it the big body that allows Cam to survive this long as as a quarterback the way that he plays quarterback? I mean, and do you think that Josh Allen can survive? You know, ten years in the NFL like Cam has you know, and possibly more. I do because like I said, they can take those, those hits a lot better than the smaller guys. So I think risk of injury is a little bit lower than, than say guys like Mike Vick or Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. Um, they're also not going to tuck and run as much as Lamar Jackson is. Um, I think, Cam's highest uh, season in terms of running the ball was, well, no, he, never mind, he ran the ball <laughs> well over a hundred times in in most seasons. Um, so I don't know. I I I would I would say it's having to do with their their body types and just how big they are, and that they can take those hits or or glance those hits. Well, they can glance off those hits and rather than taking them full. But that is me just yeah. making shit up on the spot. So, <laughs> shout out I to guess you all. Just, the, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Gabe. Sorry. Uh, just from the, like, I, I don't know if there's a, a statistic or metric out there of like the average radius that uh, is missed when those passes are missed, but. Uh, <laughs> I got. I got to imagine with with Josh Allen that it is just far larger than any other quarterback ever, dude. Like, what yeah, in the world? There's some bad ones out there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah, the I, I feel like I feel like by the end of that, Gabe, uh, I feel like Stompy brought you over to the side of Allen and the Allen versus Cam Newton uh, discussion there. J. Mike, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I just uh, you know I'm just here. I'm just here. I don't know. The yeah. <laughs> go, get some, go get some milk, buddy. Hey, I could use some right uh, uh, Not too late though. I mess with your stomach when you go to bed. We become basically an almond milk family um, over the last couple of years because of the issues that that um, would arise from, well, namely me of, over the last couple of years of milk. Uh, and for whatever reason, just did weird things to my stomach in large doses because you know, your boy likes to keep his body right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> goes body good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but but <laughs> it's like whoa uh the but um but seriously my i had a couple of daughters who it would just tear their stomachs up and i was like where is this coming from i've liked milk my whole life but anyway all that to say i do need a refill of something here in just a moment but um the w- when it comes to and, I, and i'm curious of, of your all's thoughts because we 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 kind of glanced past digs in the midst of all of the josh allen talk one of the things that is interesting is Josh Allen was um, top six in a dot last year. So that's a, that's a plus in his, in his corner. Uh, whereas Kirk cousins was near the bottom. I mean, was definitely in the bottom half of the league. So uh, I'm, I'm really curious how they weaponize digs because we've, we've really wanted digs to get the shine that, and by we, I mean the fantasy community for the most part, We've wanted Diggs to be able to stay healthy enough <laughs> to, to get the shine that we felt like uh, he he was destined for per se, and now he, he'll have that opportunity. Hogue, are are you what's what's the price on Diggs right now? Would you be trying to go get him? Is he attainable? Um, what are your what are your <laughs> as you shake your head no? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm selling for sure. I I just I I don't really have any any interest at this point. I mean, uh, I I just like I, I I try and think in terms of like how these teams want to operate, how they're going to operate, and to me, like the Bills can still they can run the ball, they can win with defense. And, you know, which is which is what Minnesota has been for the last several years. That's kind of been their formula. And now, you know, just as just as a, you know, Minnesota finally fixes that offensive line, your running game starts getting beat up a little bit. And that defense is getting absolutely decimated, like all Mm -hmm. of these indicators that tell me that this is going to be a much more pass heavy offense. Now Stephon Diggs goes to you know a similar situation with a less accurate quarterback. It just I I, I don't know. Like it, to me, it, it 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 literally feels like a, a lateral move, you know, opportunity wise. Um, other than the fact that yeah, now the quarterback just is far less accurate. I mean, I, he throws a deep ball, but like is he is he particularly accurate with it? I'm I'm actually not sure about that. His his deep ball completion percentage is twenty five percent, ranked thirty third among quarterbacks. Yeah, which, this is according um, to Player Profiler. But. Yeah, which again, I mean, I would have guessed somewhere in the sixties, but it's it, it it's it, it's still not good. No. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I, I'm honestly not that interested in digs anymore. 
I just find we, we talk about someone coming in and earning or essentially demanding the targets on a team. Last season in Buffalo, we, we see John Brown. He led the team with one, one with 115 targets. Cole Beasley had 106. And then all the way down at 50 was Dawson Knox. So obviously we think that Diggs is, is likely by far and away the best option, or maybe not by far and away because John Brown, he played well last year, obviously. But but we think that Diggs is better. So if that's the case, I'm curious, can he be a guy that will come in and demand 130 targets? Can he be durable enough to 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 be able to do something like that? Because if he can get in that range, you're talking about someone who can flirt with 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 wide receiver one. And um, yeah, I find I, fi- I find the situation so intriguing uh, in Buffalo. I really do. I don't I don't know what the price is on Diggs, and um, I probably could look at ADP, but again, it's not going to be reflective of the trade. I just, I just really, I think that there's something to be said for what Buffalo is trying to do by trading for digs, uh, giving up their first to do so. Um, I, I think that, I think that he's, he's the apple of their eye to some degree. So I'm curious what that, how that shakes out. My issue with digs is that he's going from relatively low volume last year to low volume again this year. And the way that the bills are built is they want to run the ball. They want to win with defense and then have (laughs) Josh. I I don't think they want to rely on Josh Allen's arm. So, I mean, what that volume looks like, I don't know. I mean, we know that Diggs looked did awesome with 94 targets last year. Um, had over had his best season in terms of yards, yards per reception, yards per game. Has done decently well with relatively minimal target percentage, except for in in twenty eighteen when he had one hundred and forty nine targets. Um, but he, like like I said earlier, I mean he has Smokey Brown, which. Somewhat of the same skill set, obviously, Stefan Diggs is one of the better route runners in the game. Um, Cole Beasley, I, people I seem to be forget that Cole Beasley exists, and Cole Beasley had a, had a season last year. Um, and, and always kind of a, a, is, is there and is getting a significant amount of targets. And then Dawson Knox. And, and then uh, Singletary's there as well. I don't know how involved he will be in the pass game. So volume just doesn't look great. And when you have lesser volume and lower accuracy, to me, that spells kind of a downgraded um, situation. Yo, Diggs played 15 games last year. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, he's, he's, he's moving up. He went, he's went, he's gone 13, 13, 14, 15 and 15. So maybe he'll play 16 next year. Who knows? And and maybe he was just one of those things where he was dinged up a lot of the the season, but I I just don't remember him playing 15 games. That's bonkers. Wow. Okay. And only 94 targets. Hmm. Yeah. Watch me backpedal. All right. I look like Champ Bailey right now. Wow. 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 (laughs) That threw me. Okay. Um, Let's transition for a second because I I thought we got a good question in the chat here. (laughs) Again, uh, Big Bill McCarthy, what's up with you? Uh, and I don't know that I said it earlier, but Bill, thank you for the conies. I'm excited to be able to try those with the with the coney sauce, Detroit coney sauce. Um, obviously, <laughs> uh, Rivers is known to make a running back uh, relevant in in, in fantasy. His thoughts. Uh, he wants to know thoughts on Naheem Hines. 
now that he has Rivers shot putting to him. That's first of all, man, that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> what did Philip Rivers ever do to you, Bill? That was a, a hilarious verb to use. Shot putting? Yeah. I mean, he kind of looks like he shot puts it, the ball. It does. It does look exactly <laughs> like that. Who's got a better shot put? Philip Rivers, Cam Newton. Cam Newton what actually. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Hogue, what do you have to say about Cam Newton? Just Man. get it all out. <laughs> I hey. like Cam Newton. I, yeah. But, yeah. He didn't sneeze in my face or anything. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Shot put so long. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Philip Rivers has been known for his shot put like throw his entire career. Um, so it's definitely Philip Rivers. Uh, can, can I throw a third? Can I throw this year's 301 out for Naheem Hines? Uh, do you think that makes it happen? Again, I, Naheem Hines is kind of a forgotten about player. I mean, I, I, I don't think that the Colts make any moves at running back because they have a three-headed running back um, stable back there. I mean, Jordan um, Wilkins. Wilkinson, not the best running back, but he will do. And if, if Mac is hurt, I mean, he had, he was decent in college. I, I really like what Frank Reich is doing there. He's, he's kind of building, that system somewhat like Belichick where you have Marlon Mack, who's the runner um, Naheem Hines, who's a James white type is a pass catcher. And then uh, Wilkins uh, Wilkinson uh, Wilkins is um, the kind of do it all type of guy. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we saw what Austin Eckler did last season uh, and has been doing for the last three seasons, four seasons, three seasons. Um, yeah. and I, I don't know why they wouldn't utilize Naheem high. I mean, he's been getting targets. I, I, I have to look this up, but he's been getting targets his first two seasons. I don't know why they wouldn't use him somewhat like an Austin Eckler. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't hate that at all. I mean, I think there's some sort of correlation between, uh, that I'm, completely pulling out of my you know what but as quarterbacks age um they either throw less um you throw throw far less and if they do throw far they're uh you know more inaccurate and you know i think you put put that stat out there of of brady being a little bit inaccurate last year you know and um, maybe maybe it's due to the arm strength and and just the the wear and tear on the arm itself. I'm I'm not exactly sure, but um, with that said, um, we we saw it with James White. We saw it with um, Eckler that these guys were kind of dumping off a bit more um, than normal. And and Drew Brees is just kind of a robot, so he doesn't really count. Um, but I'm, I'm curious what happens with guys like, uh, Roethlisberger or if is, or, or uh, I, yeah, Eli Manning never really got much of a, much of a shot this year, but, um, as far as those guys go, yeah, I mean, it all makes sense. <laughs> the shout out to Hollywood Hardits. 
uh, Ian Harditz on Twitter at I Harditz. Uh, he he had a he had a video that he put out earlier. He said Philip Rivers won't make a single one of these plays, and it was just a bunch of just random amazingness that Jacoby Brissett did, just <laughs> ev- evading the rush. <laughs> just I was watching it thinking. You're exactly right. Philip Rivers still might die. <laughs> like it, I was a little a, mad about that. About Brissett. About our boy Brisket, man. Jacoby yeah, man. Brisket, man. Come on. When when huh? he was healthy? Come on, man. Stop that boy up. Let's go. Come on. What why <laughs> why we're 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 fighting upstream here. Indianapolis and and we need to go back to the roots. We need to get back to the brisket. Then they then they uh <laughs> then then they traded for uh DeForest Buckner. Like that was that was pretty big stuff too. Yeah. Um I didn't hate that. 13th overall pick. It just yeah. Anywho. I um, it, it it was that the the river signings a weird move for me. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like I, I understand you're trying to go all in, but do you really think Philip Rivers gets you to a point where you're competing with Baltimore or the Chiefs or now Tampa Bay or or Jacksonville with Gardner? Got to get out of the division, okay? Um, and you got a one year window. Yeah, a one year window to do this too. Like, right. if if Philip Rivers survives the entire 2020 season, like that's all you're getting from him. So you know, if if the idea is to go draft. A, a rookie quarterback and then just kind of have rivers be the bridge i mean you're just wasting this loaded roster yeah. on your well, you know your rebuild at quarterback well i was gonna say that too i mean is it is it exactly loaded in comparison to you know the bucks where, where tom brady's going like no <laughs> no i mean yeah <laughs> not, you have you not, have an aging or, or tom brady going to the chargers like tom brady's doing it right by picking the elite weapons to pair up with whereas rivers is just like take me please <laughs> i mean i think though that the the colts have a better running game um a better offensive line than the bucks and i think they've got a much better defense so you know yeah. that, that's the thing like they're they're ready to win right now it's just is Philip Rivers the guy that that pulls all of this together? Is he actually the linchpin to this entire thing? And I just, I mean, he he never has been before. And this, the Chargers have had very similar rosters bef- to this Colts roster in the past, and you know, with a much younger Philip Rivers, and they still couldn't get anywhere. So I don't, I I don't see it. Hmm. Yeah, that's. I agree that it's. I agree that it's weird. I. Th- I think. Golly. And as soon as you said that, Ho, what messed with me is like, R- Philip Rivers is. It seems like, legitimately, he's your bridge quarterback, mm-hmm. and yeah. he is. He is your Golden Gate Bridge quarterback. Yeah. Like, he's been there forever. People will come to see him and watch him, but at the end of the day, it's a bridge. And I'm not that excited about this bridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's where's it taking I, me? I mean, Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett is a bridge QB. Like, yeah, we we like him and all, whatever. And he and he, he was fine. And he and whatever made his plays. The you know people are highlighting on Twitter, but like he's he is the definition of a bridge QB in my opinion, or or just even a backup QB. But yeah, like what are we what are we doing with this? I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Well, and again, yeah. I it does does it really put them on an even playing field with? with Kansas city, with Baltimore, with the giants or the, the 49ers, sorry, with, 
<laughs> I'm in baseball. <laughs> I'm in I'm in baseball. I'm in baseball mode in my head. I got and, you. Um, yeah. Or or with Tampa now, like I don't know that Philip Rivers is is that piece where it's like, yeah, I mean, we have an aging T.Y. Hilton. Uh, hopefully, Paris Campbell can take a step in in his second season. Ebron's gone, but you have Jack Doyle. You have a, do have a decent running game, but it's not like top notch. You have a a good offensive line a decent defense, but there's no piece there where it's like, yeah, I think they can win with this versus a high powered offense in, in Kansas city, a, a high powered offense in Baltimore. Yeah. I could, I could get behind the thought process of, you know, Jacoby Brissett is not that type of guy who, you know, gets you to the playoffs and helps you make a deep run. Like that's, that's fine. Um, but, but, they did, but, they, but they barely gave him the chance, right? He, he, he had an awesome beginning of the season, got hurt, kind of flamed out toward the end. So, like, did you even really give yourself the opportunity to see what you had in them or, yeah. or was what they had enough? Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Over. Well, yeah, and I think that that's, that's true, too. I just think that, I mean, you can, you can see a guy all week in practice and just kind of get the feel for, you yeah. know, just get this feeling that, like, this isn't a guy who – uh, who's, uh, you know, I can ever envision holding up a championship trophy. Like, unless you build just like an all-time defense. And the NFL is littered with those guys. So, um, you know, I, I respect the fact that the Colts are just saying, yeah, we're never going to win with this guy, as opposed to, um, you know, some of the, the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo, like sticking with Jimmy G when you had a perfect opportunity to get away from him and you know, move on to a guy who is actually capable of dragging you to a championship when you need him. Still like, do have a good opportunity to get away from him, by the way. Yeah, I mean the the market's kind of dwindling now. Is don't care like, about the market, Nick Mullins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I, I want so badly to be on board with this, but you go way too far, man. Like Nick Mullins is a I have a good player. argument. Nick Mullins is a Super Bowl MVP. No, like, no, I'm not saying I'm saying that they can move on from Jimmy G, save money, and then make that defense that much stronger, though to, trading DeForest Buckner is kind of a what are you doing? Yeah, um, but type scenario. I, I mean, they're they're similar to the Colts in that they've they're in their window right now. This is the time to spend the money and and go get a championship. But if you can't if you've got a quarterback who's not capable of getting it done for you then you move on like regardless of of you know the rest of your roster build like there's there's you know there's kind of no reason to stick with Jimmy G uh, with the possible exception of the fact that like i mean he got you to the super bowl i don't know if nick mullins is actually capable of that like uh, but it, it's just it, i mean if you recognize that this guy isn't capable of winning a championship and like you've got to you've got to be able to tell a story where this guy's going to be the Super Bowl MVP, and if he's not that, and you've got the rest of the team to get there, then you move on from the quarterback. And I think that's what the Colts did, but then they ended up with a guy who also is not capable of winning the championship. <laughs> so it's like, why didn't you just stick with Brissett then? What they should have done is stuck with Brissett and then 
tried to get Chad Kelly's head on straight, and then he would be the franchise quarterback. <laughs> Golly, Chad Kelly. You, you, you fucking super flexors, man. You really just <laughs> every highest, highest. You got to think hope. about it. You got to think you got about the it. highest hopes, man. Like that's why I, I have Nick Mullins on a lot of, uh, a lot of teams because I do think that the 49ers will cut Jimmy G. I, yeah. I don't think that's going to, and I love Nick Mullins and I've, I've, been stashing him for several years now as well but i just i i don't see that but yeah but i mean they did have an the 49ers had an opportunity to go after tom brady and that would have been a perfect fit that's the it, that roster is identical to everything tom brady has been on for you know the better part of 20 years he's a california guy like that it would have been just a, a match made in heaven but they Stuck with Jimmy G, and now the Colts are kind of doing the same thing. I, I, you know, maybe Brady would have made some sense. I think Cam Newton makes sense. I think he would have been that that guy. As much as I hate Jameis Winston, I think he would even make sense there. But, but do you think the game plan? You know, all hypotheticals here. Does the game plan change when Brady goes to San Francisco because they don't they don't rely on Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. They right. just know that he can do enough but he's not going to be a clutch quarterback and do the two-minute drill and do it successfully etc i mean yeah that i think that's the formula that worked this year for the 49ers and is that what they would do if they had tom brady and and underutilize that type of talent yeah yeah i think Uh, so i i i think that that's the only thing you were missing is that clutch gene mm mm-hmm that Tom Brady has and that Jimmy Garoppolo just doesn't have. I, I think if they were in on Tom Brady, they would not have traded DeForest Buckner. Now I don't know what their plan is with that 13th pick, probably wide receiver at this point, but if they were in on Tom Brady, they don't trade away DeForest Buckner. They have that dominant defense again or uh, for another year, which is hard to do in back-to-back seasons. You guys know with Jacksonville, but, um, and yeah, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the Super Bowl, Tom Brady would have made a difference there. They were up not big but pretty decently in the first half of the Super Bowl and then it kind of fell apart. Um so and then and then Jimmy G threw that interception at the end. I I did Tom Brady makes those plays that whether it wins them the game or not, I don't know, but at the very least, it puts them in a better position than Jimmy G would have. And it just makes all the difference in the world for a defense to know, you know, the, the guy on the on the sideline waiting to get the ball and what he's gonna be able to do. Like it it, you know, the, if you're the 49ers defense going up against Pat Mahomes and you've got Tom Brady waiting, you're like, that guy's not gonna let us lose. It doesn't matter what we do here, he's not gonna let us lose this game. And that just makes all the difference from just kind of a psychological standpoint. And they knew that they had Jimmy Garoppolo and that there was a good chance if we don't play perfect defense here, we don't play perfect football, we're going to lose this game. Sure enough, that's what happened. We we ask you to make one throw. (laughs) One throw. One throw, man. Once in your life. Just don't overthrow Emmanuel's son of a... Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to sneak this in before we get ready to shut her down. Excuse uh, me. 
before we get ready to shut Excuse her down. Excuse me. <laughs> Anytime I try to start to do that before the two hour mark, it gets a little <laughs> testy. A little testy. He almost uh, came through the screen at you. You about did. You you should see him after the show when he yells at me and hits uh, me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you guys think I'm doing this podcast from my home when I'm actually in his fridge so big. Hey. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's where I have to podcast from. It's terrible and cold, really cold. The when it comes to Dallas, I don't know that I heard many anticipate the fact that Dak was the one who was going to get tagged. Had had you guys heard a lot of that with Dak getting tagged and Amari being the one that gets the big deal? I didn't think that would happen. Yeah, I did not. It doesn't really make sense in my head. Um, but 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 when we look at what Jerry Jones did when he paid Zeke, we should have known this was coming. Like hindsight being twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Like we should have known that they'd be unconventional with the process. They out of all three of those guys, they went out of their way to pay Zeke, <laughs> Cabo body Zeke, and then and, and then we, we should have known that if they paid the first for Amari instead of just letting him walk, they were going to pay him big bucks and, and tag Dak. I, I, I found that I found that to be so shocking in the moment. And then I stopped and I said, you know what? Maybe maybe I maybe I need to do better. I need to suck less. And me, meanwhile, I mean, they can't. They didn't. They lose Byron Jones. They're they're losing parts of their defense. It, it just Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Oh my god. Well, I mean, it's I did not. I mean, he obviously didn't learn from David Johnson. He didn't learn from Zeke. So he signs or sorry, uh Gurley. So he signs Zeke to this monster contract, which kind of handcuffs him in the near future. Cause not only do you, did you have offensive line men coming up and, and you had arguably the best offensive line a couple years back, you also had to sign um, the linebacker. And I just blanked on his name. Mm, I'm lost. Yeah. Uh, they, they just paid him last season, but I mean, giving a running back that much money handcuffs you. Um, and now you had to choose between Amari Cooper and, and Dak Prescott. And I mean, it seems like there are several teams going all in right now. And that seemed, this seems like an all in move. It's like, well, we can, we, well, let's try and win it this year with Dak and Amari and Zeke all signed. Um, that defense should be okay, even without Byron Jones, though they need to get a cornerback. Um, so yeah, I, I just, it, there's, there's a lot of teams going for a win now, and there's going to be a lot of disappointed fans and teams this year. Oh man, that ticker, you killing me. <laughs> ticker is the best thing. I didn't know that existed even. This is, the, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's been the star of the show. <laughs> just takes over. Uh, Stompy's giving his well thought, thought out take, real thoughtful, <laughs> and I'm like in it. <laughs> and I just I see the ticker, and I just lose it. <laughs> I know I'm such an yeah. asshole. 
Oh, it was, a good, it was a good take, Snoppy. Jalen Smith, by the way. It's Jalen Smith. Oh, there you go. I, I, I kept seeing Jalen in my head, but I kept saying Sanders. I was like, that's not right. No, <laughs> I still think Dak's going to get extended. I mean, I think that this was just kind of adding a year to the clock uh, in order to get there. But um, it's, it is just – it's a little strange to, to franchise a quarterback. And, I mean – you know, you're 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 still paying him essentially what he's asking for long term, but you're only doing it for one year. It doesn't it it doesn't really make sense. And Byron Jones is gone, so I mean, yeah. I I I thought I I thought they could they could do all three <laughs> yeah. with with either you know, I mean, the the transition tag wouldn't would not have worked i don't think but well, they with the new cba they wouldn't have been able to oh okay they can use oh, right, one right. they can yeah, use yeah, franchise yeah. or transition right. though okay right um so even but even that like i still th- their cap situation didn't seem terrible and i thought they could figure something out but uh a tag and one and the other walks and then um signing amari to five years i was that's a big, that's big. It's Five big years. Commitment. Yeah. That's big for a wide receiver. Who's who gives you half a season, basically? Okay, they I I wasn't him. going. Da- I wasn't going down that him. road. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't discrediting Amari Cooper. I think he's. I just great. did it for you. Ugh. I just don't get how they. Jay Mike, him. you said we were we were getting off soon. Is that is that right? <laughs> bench so big. I already voted bench no. So. Big. How? How? Yeah. How? You, how? He voted no. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they they paid to Marcus Lawrence as well. God damn, they got a monster some monster contracts on the books. It's it's man. <sighs> I forgot all about that till just now. They benched Amari Cooper and had the nerve to talk about it being some rotation with Tavon Austin, and then they just pay- oh my gosh. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Well, um, he is now the uh, the offensive coordinator in New York, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, too 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 busy watching uh, Saquon Barkley get caught up in a rotation with Andre Williams when they re-sign him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're not going to have Saquon on the field for his big third down. We need Andre Williams in this short yardage situation. Gosh, unbelievable. Yeah. Get Wayne Gallman uh, in there. Yeah. <laughs> Ali, I'm sorry. That I, I, that just hit me. I, man, that was bad. Um, Before we get out of here, <laughs> have to say that again. Gabe, Excuse me? <laughs> Gabe uh, two, two things. One, uh, Stompy in, in TA6, we brought it up a few times, going to bring it up again. Um. I, I, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm confident this is actually going to be Larry Fitzgerald's last season. Yeah. It makes me sad. He's my absolute favorite player. Um, how how can I get Larry Fitzgerald on my team from you? Um, I don't know. Just give me <laughs> give me your best wide receiver. Unbelievable. Yeah, okay, Devontae Adams or Larry just, Fitzgerald. Let's do it. It's in your inbox. <laughs> Except now. Uh, God, you have a lot of uh 2020 picks there, dude. Yeah, I, t- I turned my team into a science project. Um, this was, af- I think, after I traded Hogue, John J- uh, Josh Jacobs, 
I decided, I said, I want to do something different. I was really, I cannot tell you how sick I was when I lost in the final week of the regular season and lost my first round bye, which put me into the first round of the playoffs, in which case my team pooped the bed. I was really, I was really sad about losing that. I, I was silent in the chat for probably a good month. I didn't say anything because <laughs> I was so <laughs> I was so hurt. Yeah. I was like, I've got a team I can I can place. I can get my money back. What's up? Tell you what. I'll give you I'll give you Chubb and Fitz for Godwin. Oh my gosh. No. You and we we couldn't we couldn't work <laughs> out Chubb and Godwin earlier. Now Chubb is the namesake of the show. And the reason I'm saying no, the reason I'm saying well, no, you know, we'll we'll figure something out. I'll send you something here. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Um speak speaking of the Bucks, um, Gabe, I have my haiku ready. Are you are you ready for it? Yeah. Oh shit! And just, oh, just shit. Yeah, I bet it. I bet everyone just remembered that we were supposed to write a haiku by the end of the show. Yeah, you guys are slackers because none of you wrote Ooh. one. Nope. I knew it. I knew it. I bet they uh, don't even I, know I, the syllables to construct a haiku. Five seven five. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> when Twitter fingers turn to Listen, Google, I fingers. know. I know the technical that, aspects. That the haiku? I know. The, I don't, <laughs> no, I know the technical aspects of haiku. I am just not creative enough to write a haiku. <laughs> All right, I'm ready, dude. I'm not ready. Come no. on, well, I am close. The guy, the guy who assigned, <laughs> the guy who assigned the the homework. <laughs> not ready. That's, that's not that's ready. Typical, that's a teacher move, bro. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> You got those Great. graded yet? I haven't even created the guts. <laughs> what are you talking I about? Even created the answer sheet yet? Get out of here! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's too, that's too real. <laughs> All right, to everyone listening at home, in the gym, in the car. Uh, hopefully, you're not in the car. Go home. Go quarantine yourself. <sighs> this is J Mike's haiku. Mm. Tom Brady's a buck. The truth remains apparent. Ronald Jones season. Dude, no, you gotta, you gotta. Oh, bad snaps. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's I. That's uh, the end. Okay, um, it's over. Uh, anyone else? No, nah, I'm else? good. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. You didn't write down your fucking haiku. Yeah, while you guys thought I was like goofing earlier, I was I was focused. I was right. Well, to be <laughs> fair, you went and got a glass of milk and you also went to urinate. So that's not fair. I think that you wrote your haiku or at least five the, the five syllables. Um the first five syllables. First off. When I go to the restroom, I need both hands. Do you know why, Gabe? Because I've been watching your video, washing my hands. Mm-hmm. Can't take things to the bathroom and successfully wash my hands if That's I want plan. to limit the spread of the coronavirus. I'm okay. not doing that to other people. All right. All right. You really turned that on me, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> washing my hands. I'm the man. Or the I- woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you, Mirabelle. Mirabelle was singing it earlier today. She said, no. so clean, and I'm so clean. I was crying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Crying. Yes. Crying. For, and, and 
golly, I try not to say my kids' names on on pods, but anyway, that's my that's my youngest, and and she was uh, obviously Gabe last summer got to come come kick it with us for a few days here in the natty, and uh, <laughs> yeah, she she said it. I, I wanted a video table. I said no, it's not organic. I gotta I gotta get that in the moment. So she she hit she hit us with that. It was it was a pretty pretty awesome theater. I meant to text you about that. Sorry. Hey, it's all right. Um, I've been, uh, I've been waiting for her to, you know, pop the hood. So, uh, yes, because I, I know, I know, I know my, uh, sorry, <clears throat> I know the other ones get down on that. So, uh, uh, yeah, they are, they are, yeah. I mean, they're all about it. Like the, the they want to see the washing my hands every five minutes. It's like, okay, that that's enough. Chill out. But so I bet they're Fritch washing so those dang hands. Yeah, fr- fridge so big is their favorite thing in the world. And when we watched that, and 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 my, one of my kids asked, um, "Can you please tell Uncle Gabe that his wife shouldn't lick the fridge?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will let him know that you are exactly right. She shouldn't. That's, that's I agree. Gross. You know, I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I was showing it to someone the other day and watching it, and uh, I saw that, and I was like, "Oh no." I have these like <laughs> these two things like juxtaposed a bit and then I uh but <clears throat> behind the scenes behind the scenes I will let everyone know everyone listening we did wash that handle with warm soap and water before <laughs> she made that move so uh it's fine <laughs> Very good. All uh, right. Well, we uh, guys, we <laughs> Stompy. Uh, um, oh, Listen, we, I'm we, we the were guy. Kinda, no, we were bullshitting that whole time so that you could come up with a haiku. Did you? Oh, I was I was looking up cap space. I got, I got nothing for you. What are you doing? Do we have to? We Listen. have to write it out for you in the private chat. Like, hey, I'm, we're gonna bullshit for five minutes. Can you write a haiku? Uh no. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to be real? Yes. No, no. Gee whiz! I'm the worst, dude. I'm working on one. I'm I'm trying to trying to pull this together. All right, this is is important. This is an important part of this whole thing. I I do agree. It's possible that you uh, we have we have three of us left remaining on this haiku journey. Um, We could just split up five, seven, and five since I did not do my homework either and and j mike's the only responsible one here so how about that you come up i'm going to come up with five syllables hogue you got seven stompy you got the uh remaining five syllables and we're not colluding whatsoever we're just going to come <laughs> up with a sentence and we're going to see how it goes it's kind of Ooh. a mad lib haiku of sorts and then i've and then i've got my own haiku after that for you thank you john oh, okay thank you well Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Well, well now, well, just, now, we, now Stompy and I just look like assholes. <laughs> I, I have one now, so suck it. Oh, shit. All right. You well, then I'm going to let you guys uh, do your outros it's, at this point. It's, uh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 it's whoa, a homer. Whoa. It's a homer one, so that's fine. Nice. Oh, okay. The, uh, the, like, the first dimension Drew Lock wins. I think is how this is going to go. <laughs> but... All John's right. not that good, um, so it's fine. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I didn't even talk about football. It's not topical enough. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You're I hate in. I hate you a lot. Yeah. <sighs> now I, now I don't even know if now I don't even know if we're like speaking in haiku or if we're. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they didn't make their own haiku back and forth insulting you. I know. I think they did. They just like snuck that in. By the, by the way, the Broncos, the Broncos signed Jeff Driscoll. Major signing today. Hey. That's your boy, Nick Mullins. Yep. Volume two. Volume two. <laughs> All right. Um, we are going to say goodbye. Um, but we are going to allow our guests to give you a haiku uh, because this is how we end the open bar every single week uh, with a haiku. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So stay tuned (laughs) for next week (laughs) when we uh, do our sonnet version of the open bar. Dude, oh, J. Mike would be fire on us on it. God, he would just let the ladies melt. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be dangerous. All right, um, Stompy, we will start with you, my friend. Um, you can say whatever you want to say about yourself, but most importantly, let me hear that haiku. Which one first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this dumpy line. What? Huh? Yeah. That's the haiku. He tricked us. This is messed up. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I feel like that old man that like, huh? <laughs> All right. So here, here's the haiku. Homer, Broncos. I am a Broncos fan. Right. Drew Locke, season two. Sutton, Fant, Lindsay catching. Broncos make playoffs. Strong. Hmm. Fire. Fire take. Fire. All right. So I guess follow me on Twitter at FF Stompy. Uh, let's go through I the guess. list here. Uh, <laughs> Dynasty. Dyna, listen to Dynasty Diagnostic. We are on Dynasty Trade Calculator, family of podcasts. Uh, also follow us on Twitter at Dino Diagnostic. I'll let Hogue take over Superflex Super Show. Um, FF Mercs just started uh, i think we're on our third episode just started a their our flagship podcast so check that out uh ff mercs podcast uh network you can search for that follow us on twitter at ff mercs go to ffmercs.com to see what we offer in terms of uh, our consulting services we do both football and baseball um, baseball is drafts are coming up here so check that out um is that it? Sure. I mean, yeah, that's I think, it. I think that's that was up a to lot. You, man. That was a lot. Yeah. 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 As graceful as to be expected, too. Nick Mullins. <laughs> FF Mertz, uh, Superflex, Diagnostics. Uh... I got too much <laughs> shit going on, man. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, if you, <laughs> if you don't know where to find me at this point in time, then I don't know what to tell you. I like that one better. Yeah, one one of two places. 
uh, e- either s- some somewhere on a podcast near you yep. or GMO Twitter, one of the two. <laughs> yep. some, some GMO left. Listen, somewhere. I know I am organic. I'm goddamn organic. I'm an organic scientist. And then He's, now everybody's going to be like, oh, you're organic. Okay, I'm not organic. It's actually naturally occurring bacteria. I hate John Hogue for bringing all this garbage up. I hate <laughs> I hate J Mike for bringing it up at the end of the show. Now I'm fired up. I got to go to bed, son. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's the next Bond villain with his yeah. uh, his GMO lab. You got it. <laughs> uh, Just read your goddamn haiku. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie's going to be called GM Old and I. No, he did it. <laughs> that was pretty good. I was looking for a bar too, and he found it. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, Hogue. All right, brother. All right, at Superflex dude on Twitter, co-host of the Superflex Super Show, uh, co-host of the FF Mercs. And uh, oh, I write for DLF and uh, run those uh, those ADP Superflex mocks. So there's a new set coming out soon, but uh, hit me up in uh, early April um, because we're gonna have to run a whole new set. Uh, this stuff never rests. So uh, as for haiku, social distancing, mm. Skyline Chili gets it done, but can't disinfect. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Snap, 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 snap. snap. He hangs his head in shape. Just. All right. Hey, shit jokes. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the dookie. I'm just like fascinated with Skyline Chili and just, yeah, just, just can't, can't get off of that. Add cinnamon to that? It's wild, bro. And by wild, I don't mean like good. <laughs> so, by the way, it, it, is chili a soup or a stew? This this soup is definitely, excuse me, this chili is definitely a soup. It's definitely <laughs> a soup, most, bro. I don't think most chilies <laughs> are soups. This one, yeah, it's a soup. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a stew, think, man. What? Ugh. I think an element. I mean, we've we've been through this soup discussion before here on the Open Bar Tuesdays live, nine thirty Eastern ish. But um, the 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 thing is, is that there is is a liquid at, at the end of the the tunnel, and you know what I mean by tunnel. So we, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> wow. I just got invited to a March Madness simulated pool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, that might be a scam. Hate to say it, but <laughs> damn. All right. This ain't it, bro. <laughs> Um, all right um yeah. j mike what do you got to say my friend yo not much 
just grateful right. for this evening. Grateful for time we get to have together. Gabe, I uh, appreciate you so much, man. Uh, Stompy, Hogue, uh, I, I, I sing my praises of you all often because I'm obviously uh, big fans of your work, but also uh, just just so grateful to be able to call your friends as well and be able to uh, shoot random messages at you about nonsense. Uh, so I just appreciate you all very much. This was a this was a very therapeutic episode for me. Uh, outhouse, wherever you are, probably on a couch, perhaps even on a toilet, emptying your bowels. I'm not sure. But, uh, man, I hope that you get to feeling better. Hope that this flu or Corona, whatever you've got going on, uh, dissipates soon, because because uh, because I know that that's not been fun for you to deal with over the last little bit. Everybody in the chat, appreciate you guys for keeping it fun this evening. Uh, a bunch of random uh, questions and nonsense. Uh, just, just, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone that's listening to us in podcast form. Please check us out uh, and share us with a friend, whether it be on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google podcasts, uh, Apple podcasts. We appreciate you for doing so. And if you want to leave us a rating, we'd appreciate it. If you want to leave us a review, we'd appreciate it. If you'd rather do neither of those things, you're listening to my voice right now. And I still appreciate the fact you chose to rock with us two plus hours uh, in the in your mom's basement, uh, whether you're in a bathroom, whether you're in bed, whatever you're doing, as long as you're quarantining and washing your hands. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being responsible in this heated season that we're in. Hopefully life gets back to uh, normal for everyone. And, and just hope that everyone's out there being safe, taking care of your family, taking care of your friends and enjoying uh, hopefully some time to be able to do some different things in life perhaps even reassess what really matters to you. And hopefully you can uh, spend your time uh, really embracing those things. But you can find me on Twitter at J Mike check, uh, Mr. Wide open FF warm hug, Mr. Polaris uh, <laughs> as, uh, as, as, as Gabe has done me from our planet draft a couple weeks back. Uh, <laughs> that was just a week ago. No, that was, that was a good time. The, <laughs> you can find the show's handle on Twitter at the open bar pod at the open bar pod and you can find my main man g squared genius to mc bungee yo mama's baby's daddy mr gearing if you nasty at ff man bun on twitter he's probably your favorite intro guy in the ff game he's probably your mr line of best fit mr fridge so big mr pop the hood mr tell me what you see Gabe, take us home. Look at you, just trying to hit me on the the nickname game. You came up with some of those. You've been writing them up all week, like, like those haikus, all episode. Um. Well, uh. Well, I've got one for you. I've got a new one for you, and uh, this is all that I've got. It's been a theme for you in the show. FF Nesquik. Mm. What do we think? Mm. No. Mm. FF Lactose. FF <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? Almond <laughs> Milk. FF Milk Made. <laughs> FF Lacnos. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, 
you can you can <laughs> you can think about those and decide which one you want. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Uh, deciding to to join us on your likely uh, quarantined evening. Uh, be safe, you know, out there. Keep grinding, no matter what you do. If you are working from home, if you have to go into work, um, apologies, Stompy. That's I know you're one of those people. Yay. So people people are, are still needing to go out to work, you know? So we need podcasts to be created for those people that are still going out to work. Because you know how difficult it is to listen to a podcast at home in comparison to driving to work or even doing it at work. A lot of these people got kids, man. They're not going to listen to podcasts while they're watching them kids, man. Come on. Um, so keep making podcasts. FF Twitter, FF everything. Um, I'll, I'll keep making intros for y'all because I've got a lot of time. And like J. Mike said, I should try and you know figure out what's important to me and figure out something else to do and, and learn a language whether it's from another country or another uh, database. Um, shout out to all of our um, FF analysts out there. Analysts over tape, chicken or crow. Chicken or crow. Uh, shit, I don't know. That's all I've got. Uh, I, I don't know. what it's, J, J, Mike, I've, I'm off for so long. I don't know what's happening to my life um over the next few weeks but i hope that we have shows so that i can come here and just like update y'all on um my look to make sure that i have showered um because that's the only reason that i've showered since friday is is so that i can podcast and look decent so um please let us have uh, continue to have podcasts every tuesday at 9 30 eastern ish do we? Do we have a show? Please. Do we have a show next week? Uh, I'm I'm pretty confident we do. I'd have to double check. Right. I'm pretty sure we're right. we're good through March, and I think that All April right. is when our uh, spring break hits. Maybe that's the pro. That's the problem. No, <laughs> no, because that's that's when that's when spirals happen to me. Okay, we need to keep me on a pace. All right, we need to have a schedule. Got to got to be showering at least once a week. You got to shower at least once a week, man. Um. Quick update: We do not have a three twenty four show. We do have a three thirty one, but I oh, can come shit. up with. How about this? If you're listening to this, tell us who you'd like for us to invite on the open bar for three twenty four. Yeah. Good. Good, good move on on the uh, cough there, Hoke. Was... <laughs> Thank you. It's almost like you've uh, you've listened to a song or two before about how to do that. Let's uh, let's close let's close it Vampire. with that. Let's see if I, I've never done this. I don't know if this works, but can we hear that? Yeah. Can you all hear that? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit? A little louder? Give me like 25 seconds. Washing my hands, that's the plan. Can we hear that? Washing my hands on the man. Oh, the woman. And I'm so clean and I'm so clean and I'm. So clean and a CV ain't a dang. Wash my hands, that is the plan. Got me a dollar of soap. Hey. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Just like Hulk. 
cover your cough like your hog. Vampire cough. <laughs> Remix. Wash your hands. Seriously. Actually, just stay home. But I mean, you know, like if you are happening to go out and, and come back, wash your hands. You unfortunately cannot wash what you are breathing in. So it's airborne. It's airborne, y'all. Quick shout out to everybody who has to go to work, has to go out. Um, yep. Shout out to you. Shout out to all our healthcare industry, uh, people who have mm-hmm. to get it in. Uh, l- legit, this makes me want to be a nurse. <laughs> like after this is after this is all over, like I want to, I want to jump into nursing. Nurses. I want to be in it. Uh, just because I want to be. We might be forced to be nurses. That's what I'm saying. So it's it's wild. Anyway, sorry, yeah. I had to get that in. Shout out to everybody who's uh, who who's holding it down to help other people out in this time, including yep. including content creators, all you podcasters and FF folks uh, helping out the homes. Mm-hmm. Everybody working together. I love it. I, I hope that it is utilized um, to either create or create for other people so that um, people have something to do. I, I, I was working on a puzzle last night and I don't, I don't know. I don't know the last time I did that guys. <laughs> so uh, record, record your fucking podcast, please. Um, no puzzle. Puzzles are kind of fire though. Honestly, go, go buy a puzzle, wash your hands. Um, we might see y'all next week. Um, otherwise, uh, sounds like we'll see y'all in two weeks. Um, but we're, we're going to work on that. This is, this is the open bar and this is the closing bar. Oh wait, shit. Oh, my haiku. Fuck. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's how we're ending the show. I reminded myself because I said the opening bar, which is the opening line. Um, ready? Um, but before before you get into that, just real quick, wow. I'm, I'm sliding this in. I know, yeah. I know, I'm not trying yeah, to hold yeah, this up. Yeah. They, they they say that we don't talk about relevant things sometimes on the podcast, so I'll throw this out. Um, they do. Semi breaking oh. news: the the Cowboys just signed Gerald McCoy. We were talking about the Cowboys already oh. having all their money locked mm. up. Apparently, they've still got more money to be <laughs> giving free agents. So Gerald McCoy. Uh, joining with on a three year deal. Anyway, they're, they're yeah. doing they're doing a stars and scrubs type of yes. uh, <laughs> fantasy football, <laughs> whatever they're trying to do right now. Here we'll just we'll put all of our money in these top five guys, and then everybody else will just throw in there. Hundred percent. Bummer. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, sure that that'll help ish, but. Uh, eh. I, I don't see how you, I don't, whatever. I don't see how you tag. Okay. Whatever. Uh, haiku, 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 haiku. I hope I did a five, seven, five. I didn't do the math. Um, the opening bar ish prepared laughing out loud. Booze day, Tuesday play. That's all I've got, guys. I'll allow it. See, yours is much more creative than mine. I'm not a creative genius here. (laughs) Science and math. And that's that's why I pop the hood and you pop the hood. Yeah. There you go. That made sense. No, that made sense to me. Well done. That that resonates in my soul. (laughs) You got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jay, did you have something to say, J. Mike? No. Did you wanted to record for another hour, maybe? Uh, no, okay. not in the least. Uh, not, we, no. we 
Yeah. Okay. Fine. This, we'll, this, we'll, this is where um, we start the uh, the the uh, St. Patrick's version of the show. Oh my gosh! St. So. Patrick's special. Yeah. Yeah. Go go submit to the Patreon. Um, Patreon.com back, backslash the open bar. Uh, One dollar gets you access to the backstage show, the after hour show where we get we get nitty gritty and and we we talk we 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 tell you what we really think about biscuits. We tell you what we really think about brisket. We tell you what we really think about Jacoby. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week, maybe. If not, we'll see y'all in two weeks. Oh, <gasps> uh, <laughs> <do> stay. <laughs>